This is The Roxanne Show. Get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Roxanne Show. Today's microsode is a powerful clip from episode 217 with my dear friend, Angela Foster. Angela is an award-winning nutritionist, health and performance coach, speaker, author, and top-rated podcast host. She's the host of the High Performance Health Podcast, one of my absolute favorites, and one that I was honored to be a guest on. Angela is truly the real thing. I adore her. I respect her. She's one of my most trusted voices in the health space, and she operates from pure passion to help you live into your highest state of vitality. So I know you're going to love this clip. I know you're going to love Angela if you don't know her already. If you would like to take in the full episode, I would love for you to do that too. You will love it. It is episode 217 again, and links to that are in the show notes. Now, enjoy this microphone. It is true. And, and, you know, let's go back to that kind of trinity of health that you pointed out and I love. It is a mind, body, spirit situation. So a lot of this inner work and the values that we're talking about right now really correlates with that, the spirit aspect of, of health, right? And so, you know, the separation is an illusion, right? Even like something that I love to talk about, and I'd love to hear your take on this. And, and it actually can probably forward us in the conversation around certain things that you did with, with your health and how you've come to know so much in, you know, the, the area of health, but psychology and biology, there's no separation. Like they, they, they support each other, right? Clearly, I'm sure that you felt that very powerfully coming off of meds and, you know, and then making these shifts, um, you know, from, a, from nutrition, training, all the things like that had to have also supported your psychological state, right? And then your mindset was also supporting your biological and physio- physiological state as well, right? Can you talk about that? Yeah, 100%. And it was the same, um, you know, in hospital, right? Understanding that when I made a, a change in my psychology and my mindset, it it changed my physiology, my yeah. blood count changed. You know? yes. Like it changed my immune system so rapidly. And right. I think that's the thing. So I think embracing your femininity as part of this as well. You were talking about like the masculine mm-hmm. and the feminine. I think it's about having both. Like yes. it's so critical yes. to bring those together. I always talk about this concept or that I've developed of biosyncing, right? Which is syncing with your mindset and your goals and your future self and really stepping into the most empowered version of you. Syncing with your spirituality like we've been talking about Mm -hmm. and what's true for you and then syncing with your female physiology and your biorhythms and your genetics and what what is the piece that makes you you right from a physical perspective and I find when you put those three things that trilogy together everything just starts to line up and it feels easy and it feels in flow because I think so many times we just feel we've got to like work harder like I did as a lawyer and it's just we've been conditioned that's the thing exactly yeah. And it shouldn't always feel hard. No, I think, you know, we've been, society has groomed us to be in this hyper-masculine state in, of, of doing, doing. When we do, we achieve. When we achieve, we're something, we're somebody, right? We're accepted, we belong, we're worthy. And it's really dangerous. It's it's not even accurate. And it, it leads to burnout. It leads to illness, right? The, and the masculine energy is very, very important. I'm with you. This is something I speak about all the time, but just that harmony between my poetic way of, of putting it is that my masculine and my feminine energies are lovers and their unity and their teamwork energy 
moving through me as a constant is what allows me to express myself at the highest level and continue this path of ascension where I'm expressing myself at higher levels. And, and that's actually where I get to be a greater contributor to the world as well, right? But if I'm too far in the masculine or too far in the feminine, well, then these energies are not even operating in their whole estate, right? And so I, I can, mm. I won't take us too far in the weeds. It's the yin and the yang, it, right? It is. It really is. It? Yeah. And that, again, like that's why, you know, at the top of the conversation with you. That's something that I've really picked up with you that I love. I mean, you talk about all kinds of important things related to health. And I think, you know, a lot of the things I may hear from other outlets, but your specific delivery is always kind of um, carried in this harmonious state of where to me, it's very empowering. I mean, focus on women. And one of the topics that I do want to talk about is sinking, the biosyncing, cycle sinking. And because I know that's a big subject for you. And that has been one of the big game changers for me. I'm 44. I'll be 45. I think when this comes out, um, it's my birthday month, right? Happy and birthday. Thank you. Almost there. But, you know, learning how to leverage my menstrual cycle to my advantage to feel my best, to perform my best has been one of the greatest pieces of information that I've attained in recent years. And I know that's something that you talk about. And would you say that that's one element of the biosyncing that you mentioned with? Yeah. Yeah. One element. And I think it's a really important element because it's recognizing, right? You're not the same every single day. As Dr. Yeah. Stacey Sims says, she's been on the my show. Favorite. Yes. You know, women are not small men and yes. we're not, but we've, it's like, we're meant to show up in that way. You know, yeah. yes, we have the same cortisol rhythm insofar as cortisol is high in the morning. It gets us up, gets us going mm -hmm. uh, very similar to men. And they have high testosterone in the morning that kind of wanes across the day. So this kind of 24 hour rhythm works really, really well for men. You can just do the same output, right? Right? every day just rinse and repeat it doesn't work that way for women mm -mm. we're different mm -hmm. and I think it's like when you start to embrace that you get better results uh I mean I don't know what you found like optimizing my training around my menstrual cycle and being a little bit more forgiving in that luteal phase I'm not saying you have to like you know you have to be so prescriptive with the different phases that now you're not going to do any weightlifting or any high intensity at all because you've moved into the luteal phase so after ovulation I'm not that prescriptive with it I think it needs to be more intuitive than that but I think it's like recognizing and acknowledging actually my energy is starting to go down I want to optimize for progesterone here that's going to help me feel more relaxed more in tune with my my body, maybe just lessen it off slightly. And I'm going to come back even stronger next month when I try and hit those, those goals, right? I'm going to get a PB much more likely if I do that. It's so true. I think the key word there is the intuitive piece. That information isn't designed to, you know, yeah, you have to follow it. Like, like you said, it's super prescriptive. And because you can, I know for me, I mean, the luteal phase, 14 days, something like that, right? And that's a long period for an athletic woman to like, if I, you know, I, I'm not going to just sit back and just be walking for 14 days, right? There might be a day even towards late luteal where I still, I feel, you know, I feel mm. like I want to push, but, um, you know, I'm also very mindful about the progesterone. I'm mindful that I'm more inflamed. I'm mindful that you, know, you just you just have different needs to keep you more in that optimal state of hormone health and you know to feel your best. So it's if I do feel, for example, that um, you know maybe it's it's a day mid luteal or luteal or even towards late luteal phase, 
and I feel like, no, but I want to push because maybe psychologically I need to. Well, then I'm just going to make sure that my recovery after that is really strong recovery, nutrition, sleep, everything else, supplement, whatever. Um, but I, I think that you pointing out the intuitive piece is so important because ultimately that's where we want to be living. We want to be in sync and have that into strong intuitive connection with ourself, right. And not just related to health, but in all aspects of our intuition, really. I think so. I mean, I love you pointed that out. The reason I called it biosyncing is because bio is you, right? It's got to be in sync with you. So yes, your menstrual cycle, if you're having one, it might be that you're in perimenopause, there's lots of disruptions. So there's extra considerations. It might be that you're postmenopause, but also like you biosyncing with you means also with your life circumstances, right? So when yes. even things like when you're vision building, when you're sharing your dreams and things like that, if you've got kids, how are you going to bring them in? That's being in sync with your family, with what you guys want in life. And so that's really, I wanted biosyncing to be all encompassing, right? That you literally live in sync with your values, your goals, your relationships, your stage of life, because there's seasons in life. And that just helps to create this kind of more effortless sense of flow. Oh, and life's more so fun good. is what I found. So. And so much more whole and fulfilling. Mm. Yeah, you're covering all the bases. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. 